Hey guys, it's Shane from Now That I'm Older. I hope you're liking everything you're hearing on the Rogan's Hell Podcast Network. If you are, go to rogan'shell.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs. It's not going to cost you anything extra. It's not going to look any different. But every time you use that link, you're going to be helping out the Rogan's Hell Podcast Network. So bookmark rogan'shell.com slash Amazon every time you need to buy something from Amazon. Thanks a lot. brothers even knew what they had (laughs) they patented it they packaged it they slapped it on a plastic lunchbox and now they're selling it they want to sell it well ladies and gentlemen welcome to the powerful nerdcast i am Corey, and joined with me is christian hello internets we are here we are back and we're ready to make a great podcast and we have a lot of awesome things to talk about but I think you picked the right topic to start with, Corey, and yes. that is the Fine Brothers. Not, we are- do, not doing so fine this week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, one of the most successful YouTube channels out there, if mm-hmm. you don't know, the Fine Brothers have this series called React, and they have Elders React, Teens React, Kids React, and they just put these kids and middle-aged people and old people all together, and they react to things. Like, they hand them uh, old-school Game Boys, and mm-hmm. they're like, what do you think of this? And they're like... I remember this. This is an iPhone case. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, wait, what? And it's kind of funny, like, seeing, like, kids see a VHS for the first time. Or it's funny watching uh, old people put on Oculus Rift for the first time. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you kind of get to see the whole spectrum of things. And it was super successful. But then what happened, Corey? What did these guys try to do? The worst possible thing could happen. Now, the Fine Brothers are amazing YouTubers. They're also entrepreneurs. And basically what they tried to do is they tried to file a trademark for their react brand basically what they were going to do is they were going to take the actual word of react elders react kids react and they were going to trademark them and they were going to try and create this sort of like umbrella organization basically is what i'm trying to say okay where if you want to do a react video you can but you have to do it under their name and under their brand which basically means they get all the glory they get all the money and they can sort of monopolize this entire react thing and if anybody's ever been to youtube before they know that one of the biggest genres of videos is react videos there are people who watch just the most random shit everything from just funny videos cat videos movie trailers video game trailers reacting to other reactors like it's a big thing on youtube and if they were to do this they could potentially make it so that other people who are really successful at doing these react videos couldn't do them anymore because they say that they would be infringing on their brand basically they would have complete control over this genre and of course it did not sit well with anyone i, I was actually surprised how vicious the internet was about shutting them I'm down not. well you you're not but in the sense that like i thought that the internet would be like nah dude we're not cool with that but instead they just went full hard against it like they were just like immediately they lost a lot of subscribers oh dude they lost over like two million subscribers over the course of like 48 hours oh my uh, God. every single video that they released like within that week uh the the down vote ratio was just like out of whack it'd be like oh 50,000 ups 300,000 down <laughs> yeah it was know? it was pretty bad which you know 50,000 ups is good i would love to have a video with that but like when you look at that ratio yeah people that's are really what you letting have to look them at. know fuck off fine brothers this is not <laughs> what we want yeah well first of all 
Uh, I think you show or you had a saying that you told me yesterday that perfect perfectly described it, and it was like they're taking the you out of YouTube. Exactly, they're just trying to monopolize the big markets, and that's not fair at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a lot what Machinima did mm -hmm. uh, with uh, the gaming videos. Like, but they didn't. The thing with Machinima though is they they didn't destroy Let's Plays entirely. Like Let's no, Plays, Nintendo still, did that. Yeah, Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo for sure as fuck did that. Um, but which I'm so glad other companies didn't follow suit. But the other thing is um, that I mentioned Nintendo. What Nintendo did is they said if you put up a Let's Play of one of the, our games, um, you have to give us a percentage of mm. the money that you earn from yeah. that either, Let's Play. Either they're like, we'll take the video down or we'll just take your money or you can sign up for our partner program. And it's funny when that was happening because I always wanted to get into Let's Plays and doing like a video game channel. And if I ever was going to do one, it would have been Nintendo based yeah. just because I'm such a big fan of that stuff. And I was actually planning on like, oh, we're about to expand. We're going to do like this big new Nintendo thing. Yeah, and it's yeah. right. I was getting ready to do it a month later. That's when Nintendo said, oh, by the way, uh, we're taking all your money now, bitches. Thanks well, for all the free advertisement. Well, here's the thing. I feel like if one was more right than the other, not mm -hmm. saying it is right, I would feel like Nintendo would be right because they actually own the games. They yeah. made the games. Yeah. I get it. But with the Fine Brothers, there's like, well, we're the biggest React channel, so we're just going to shut down anyone else trying yeah. to do this. And they even were pulling uh, videos actively pulling videos that had the term react in the title yeah there were a lot of channels that got sh straight up shut down um you know before the whole elders react thing there was a channel that did something called seniors react which is basically mm -hmm. the same format yeah uh, it came before that channel and you know then fine brothers came around they sort of did something similar but they became much larger because of their audience and they basically shut that other channel down which is bullshit which is bullshit um but like, there's just imagine if like some of the biggest anime reviewers were like nah we're the only anime reviewers so we already got enough fucking competition yeah but imagine if they were taking legal action against everyone that was oh, also doing suck. it suck yeah it would that be would awful it, it would be like i think i'm done with youtube yeah it'd be at like this uh, point kind of i'm thing. good guys mm -hmm. also we were looking at a uh, uh channel awesome is mm -hmm. that what that's called yeah the soldier uh, critics mm -hmm. channel well, or league of critics or whatever yeah. he calls it and uh if you don't know who nostalgia critic is he's a very prominent uh, internet personality that mm -hmm. reviews movies and old school movies in particular. That's why he's the nostalgia critic because mm -hmm. he re uh, reviews nostalgic material. And he has just been having nothing but problems with YouTube, just mm -hmm. unrelated, just in general, because his stuff keeps getting flagged. And uh, back in the day, it, it they were just so much looser with it. You know, mm -hmm. like they didn't shut you down if you were doing a voiceover of a clip or mm -hmm. you were like incorporating a shot of a film and then you were like playing off of it yeah, you know just giving some commentary over like a movie scene yeah like you would say that's free use because you're adding a commentary mm -hmm. uh element to this material and they used to be totally cool with it and he built his whole channel around it mm -hmm. aka also his life around it yeah and now they've just like pulled monetization from his channel mm -hmm. and they've uh they're just messing everything up yeah and that's that's been happening to a lot of people not just him uh, there's been some prominent people uh, in the anime community whose channels are like currently on hold. Um, Chibi reviewers. Yeah, I heard about uh, you that. You know him. He's one of the biggest guys in the YouTube anime community right now. Um, I applaud his immense success, and I hope that his channel comes out all right because uh, he hasn't made any videos for a couple days because the same thing that happened to Nostalgia Critic happened to him. And it's also happening to all these other big channels, both big and small. So yeah. clearly what's going on right now is YouTube's going through like this like big change with how they, they handle copyright. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and also the problem is there's too many videos coming out. Yeah. I think like uh, so a person is not sitting there watching them. Mm -hmm. You've got to understand like there's not a person saying yes 
and no to videos on YouTube side. There's barely a human presence at all with the whole like, oh, yeah. YouTube like help and everything. Like you, you never get to talk to a person. Never like on a form. Mm-hmm. Never with a phone number. Mm-hmm. Never with an email. Even when we started back in uh, 2011, mm-hmm. you never talked to people. Shit, there, was, no. there was never a person to talk to. Mm-hmm. You thought, I thought if you were a partner, you would get access to a special partner, mm-hmm. like email or something. But nah, nothing like that nah, exists. You, you basically, you get thumbnails and the option for monetization. That's <laughs> and then they're like, get the it. fuck out of here. Yeah, which don't get me wrong. Custom thumbnails is the greatest damn thing in the world. Yeah, it is. But uh, it's just it's just a shame that uh, it's... It's so hard to get in contact with anyone at YouTube. Mm-hmm. You're like, dang, man, like, I just need to know why my channel's down. Mm-hmm. I need to know why this video got a strike on it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, right now, the the, the waters of YouTube are, are bloody and chummy, and that's where the Fine Brothers come in. They're the sharks. They're eating everything, and they're like, hmm, we can kind of take advantage of this brand new environment if we trademark this stuff we got it all man we yeah. got it all bitches yeah they did uh, but the problem is the internet doesn't like greedy people mm. and their weird bullshit kickstarter video thing that they put out mm-hmm. that was all like fake positive like hey guys you know what we're gonna do we're gonna make react world and it's gonna be great we're gonna share all our assets and like our backgrounds and all this stuff with you guys so you guys can make them too mm-hmm. but we also get 20 percent. so have fun <laughs> and you have to do it this way now and basically you're, you're like what they're very high on themselves too like they're like people are gonna look back at this channel a hundred years from now and they're gonna be able to have a full retrospective of what people thought about pop culture at this time this is going down in the annals of history and just yeah you know they put on that it sort of like in history that, yeah <laughs> <laughs> they put on like that that sort of like fake persona you know i like to call it the radio voice or the salesman voice yeah i call like it the with Kickstarter their audience video. which to be fair that's what the Fine Brothers are best at. 90% of their videos, they're not even in them because they're behind the cameras. But you hear but, them asking questions. Exactly. And they do these like little blog updates all the time and stuff. You know, I, I don't watch them that much. But I do occasionally watch like Elders React. That's my personal favorite. I love watching the old people react to shit. Yeah. Because whenever I watch the young kids, like they did a th- reaction to like Super Nintendo or old Nintendo. I was, I was like, God, am I rat fucking old? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This video is making me feel like shit. And... Uh, but, I mean, they're a good channel. It's just they made a really bad decision. And I think if they'd have just kept quiet about it. And just gone for it. And without... just, just tried to do it. There probably wouldn't be as much controversy because there wouldn't have been that much information out there. But they decided to reveal it to everyone. Everyone flipped out. They released another video, which was them trying to re-explain. This is not a bad thing, guys. Even though it's a bad thing yeah. uh, for the entire community. Which, that was something else that they were just really hammering home. We're trying to build a community. The community exists. Yeah. The community has been persisting. What you're and trying to do been... is control the community. Yeah. That's exactly. That's really what they wanted to do. And after just a couple days of just getting completely grilled and losing subscribers and just every comment, man, every comment, even if it's a video that's not about it. Like their most recent one, I think, is a reaction to Fuller House, the sequel to Full House. Every comment's not about the shitty new Full House sequel. No, it's It's not. like, um, I'm going to trademark this comment TM. You know, or like, it's all about copyright now. We're going to trademark making videos outside. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, shit, we might as well trademark podcasts right now and fucking take this bitch from everyone. Oh, did you actually hear? That's a whole other story. But a company in Texas had trademarked or patented 
the process mm-hmm. of uploading audio files in a numeric series and so they said we have pod we have uh, trademark podcasting uh in the early 2000s so everyone that podcasts that makes money owes us like 20 percent because we have trademarked the uploading of audio files in a numeric fashion so if we number our podcasts and it's just the most retarded thing. That how, is. That's isn't that such a money that grab? Don't, I don't understand how this shit's legal. Well, they didn't have podcasts back then, so I'm like, yeah, I guess you can trademark that, whatever, you know. And now they're like, nah, dude, you don't own twenty percent of iTunes, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> you don't. Isn't that an album? Isn't mm-hmm. that a music album? Anything uploaded in an audio file format that's in a numeric fashion, mm-hmm. like that goes from one to ten. Yeah, like like what? And uh, also, that's just that's actually a patent troll though. Uh, you've heard that concept before, right? Like someone would, they'd see the iPhone and then they go file a fuck ton of patents on if a surface that you touch or if you press something twice in a row, then, mm-hmm. you know, if you double tap a surface, then that's that's my patent now. So then they like go sue Apple for a couple million dollars saying, no, nah, no, nah, we invented the iPhone. It's like, no, you just patented the little thing that iPhone can do. And now you want all this money. And Apple paid him like 50 million dollars just to make him go away. You know, well, I guess Apple's got the money, I guess. But the problem is that emboldens patent trolls to mm-hmm. like keep going. And you you know Adam Carolla. Mm-hmm. He had a huge thing where his, his fans raised, I think, like over a million dollars to help pay for his legal actions to fight them. Wow, really? Because you either pay out like 100000 mm-hmm. or you pay $2 million to fight them in court. So a lot of people were just paying them. Man, Adam Kroll's got some great fans. Well, he also has a huge user base, so that's yeah. possible. Like, yeah. if we ask our users, we could probably get, like, $1,000 yeah. if we were in, like, crazy trouble and they mm-hmm. really wanted to help us. But, like, there's uh, – I, I may be wrong. Maybe you guys could do some awesome shit. You know, I really need a new car. Like, I've been really saving up for this Ferrari, guys, and I just really need you – know. You're starting to sound like that one <laughs> asshole who did those commercials on YouTube, uh, like, a year car- ago. You guys, you just need to read books, and you can buy this car, or whatever that was. He's like, this is my Lamborghini, right here, doing his bullshit Vine video. <laughs> this is my Lamborghini. <sighs> but what you really need to care about are these books. Mm. Not that hot girl in the back, not that cocaine on the table, but no. these books. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... We got all, all, all over there. Sorry, so sorry. So the, uh, the Fine Brothers, like, do you think they're uh justified in what they did or i mean how do you feel about it like because a lot of people are very black and white about it like good and evil like you have to you have to admit from a business standpoint it was pretty it was pretty clever well here's the thing here's how it could have worked what maker studios does Mm -hmm. and what machinima does Mm -hmm. is they say join with us and you can get access to our audiences Mm -hmm. or you can get access like doesn't that isn't that what machinima does if you join them you can get your videos on their channel basically i'm not a hundo on that one though i will i think that's how it works i may be wrong but you know what they should have done is made a new channel that's called react world or something like that Mm -hmm. and then they just said if you make a react video under our brand we'll put it on that channel and that, that could have been their own world, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't have had to fuck with everyone else. Mm-hmm. They definitely should not have been yanking videos on the React. Like, that's no, the one thing I think that they really they, fucked uh, up They on. released a statement, and they sort of, like, resigned it everything. Like, uh-huh. they were saying, like, uh, you know, we're not going to go through this anymore. We basically, we apologize. We fucked up. We didn't realize how this would come across, even though we know exactly how it came across. And they're saying that videos that were taken down are being put back up and channels are being reinstituted and everything. Basically, they're they're kissing a lot of ass. Yeah, here's their apology. Uh, we're here to apologize. We realize that we we built a system that could easily be used for wrong. 
We are fixing that. The reality that trademarks like this could be used to theoretically give companies like ours the power to police and control online videos is a valid concern. And though we are um, trying, we have the purest intentions, there is no way to prove them. So we have decided to do the following. Uh, we are resigning our React trademark application. We are discontinuing the React World program and we are releasing all past content ID claims, which is the thing that really bothers me. I cannot mm -hmm. believe they were going around pulling other people's React videos. I can. Really? You know, when a channel, I mean. But there, you can't trademark people sitting in a room and you asking them questions. Oh, no, I agree with that. I just, I could believe that they would do that. You know, they've become so big that they don't have to worry about that type of shit anymore. I guess, but. You know, they're one of the biggest damn channels on YouTube. You not know, too much you anymore. Know, PewDiePie, Mark Plyer, all those guys who make their shitty videos, like. They're so fucking popular. They can manipulate the masses just by, like, pointing in a certain direction. Well, that is true. You have to be very careful when you have a big audience because you can easily uh, turn them against people carefully. Mm -hmm. You know, or, like, you, you command an army in a lot of ways. Yeah. You command a big thing. So you have to be careful. And these guys, I think they got greedy. And they got checked pretty hard. There was zero reason for them to get greedy, too. Like, their content was still, like, tearing it up. It's like, damn, man, we only made a million. You know, it would be cool if we made three. It's like, shut the fuck up, man. It's like, and I can understand, you know, especially when you get that way and you're a successful business. It's like, how can we make the business better? It's just they could have done it in such a different and better way. I think they should have just made a channel where you can follow their rules and then put it on there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you can get paid somehow through that, you know, but they get a cut. But the whole trademark thing, that just, it painted them in a really bad light. And it's going to be tough for them to recover. Um, it's going to be tough for people to trust them again. Um, personally, I cannot wait to see what their next videos are going to be. Uh, I doubt they're even going to address this stuff anymore. They're probably going to treat it as if it was just a bump in the road and they're just going to continue to do what they do. But, I think uh, that's probably the smartest idea. Yeah. Uh, if they're really, if they're really fucking smart and they want to be bold, they'll do uh, reaction videos. Like they'll do the kids, they'll do the teenagers, they'll do the elders uh, and they'll make them all react to this entire situation. That could be funny. Cause to hear it from regular people about them talking about the, you know, basically the group that they work with. I just think that would be really bold and interesting and maybe try and help paint them in a better light. Uh, but we'll have to see. It'll probably just be another movie. Or maybe they're trailer. they're just uh <laughs> they're just like that sly of businessmen that they're like, let's make views off our own controversy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of fucked up. But yeah, I just think the internet is a growing median and it's a shame when they take the power away from the people that want to create content. Mm -hmm. And uh, look, man, if someone wants to sit there and make some commentary on your stuff, I don't think you should try to shut them down. And we're going to constantly see that pushback or that battle, I think, on the Internet for a long time where people are like, no, I want to talk about this. OK, but you can't do it like this way or else I'll pull it. You know, like that's going to be something that I think that uh, a lot of people deal with. Like Nintendo's taking a stance, which I think we both think is wrong. And then uh, companies uh, they don't want that amazing free advertisement. Yeah. Where people play their games and do nothing but praise them. I like, guess people, I guess they're scared that people that do, uh, there, and there is something valid to this. If a lot of people put out let's pay plays, maybe less people buy games. Yeah. I mean, we've been guilty of that. Yes. You know, there are certain games that come out. It's like, eh, I don't have the money or the time to play it, but I don't mind watching someone else play it. Yeah. Like that's enough to scratch the itch. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to spend $50 exactly. and 40 hours of my life to play it. Mm -hmm. So I get that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I think Nintendo's wrong. I think we all think that. Oh, 
yeah, they're, 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 they're very wrong for doing that. They're not the only company to do that, though. There have been other video game companies. And, you know, there's a difference between, like, say, straight uploading, like, a movie or uploading uh, a couple clips from a movie with your commentary over them for, like, a review or something. Uh, the, the problem is, you know, just like the Fine Brothers, a lot of these big Hollywood companies, like, they're just, they're not going to let that happen. You know, they, they need to do everything in their power to make sure people see these clips through digital sources, through DVD, or through rental. That's the way, that's what, that's all it really matters to them. So, it's, it's unfortunate. Or like Netflix. Mm-hmm. I mean, the landscape of YouTube has certainly changed a lot. It changes almost every month, uh, just through all the updates and changes and everything. But yeah, it's amazing how back, like, in 07, you could pretty much find anything on YouTube. Like, no trouble whatsoever. Full movies, clips, everything, music, it's all there, front and center. And uh, now it's it's really hard to find certain things, uh, just because of how crazy things are getting, and there's so much fucking content. So it's uh, it's going to be harder for YouTube to maintain this shit, almost to a point where they might have to actually like start getting real people like involved to communicate with everyone. You know what I mean? To Why not? Regulate it. I, I think they would <laughs> have the, the resources company. to make it happen. They're the only company I know that doesn't let you talk to them. Yeah. I mean, if I buy uh, a video camera, Sony, Canon, or whatever... I can just call them. Mm-hmm. I may have to go through a robot machine for a minute to get to the right department. But you'll at t- least talk to a human. But yeah, you know the drones I buy, the DJI Phantom and Inspires mm-hmm. I own. I can call them literally and be talking to a person within ten minutes. It's it's not that hard, mm-hmm. you know. So it's kind of like, what's going on, guys? Like, why are we fucking this up? Why can't we talk to someone? But think about you'd you'd have like whiny little kids calling. How come? I my video got pulled. It has a Coldplay song. Well, yeah. you have a Coldplay song in your video. You can't do that. Yeah. Well, how, what about if I just have ten seconds of it? Nah. Well, I don't really want to decide. You just shouldn't have it in at all. You know. Mm-hmm. And like, there'd be people that would call and just bother those people. Oh, they would never stop. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, it, it would no. be quite a beast of yeah. a call center. <laughs> yeah, it would be it would be pretty shitty to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I wouldn't want that um, job. So it is it is kind of a, a tough thing for them. I'm not quite sure how they're going to handle that in the future. I think they're just going to continue to really do what they're doing. I think what they need to do is you need to be a certain level of YouTuber to talk to a person because then you're a certain level of like competent. Mm-hmm. You know, like we with twenty thousand subscribers, and you know we pull anywhere from like two hundred thousand to three hundred thousand views a month. You think that would qualify us to talk to a person? Nope. No. <laughs> so, uh, but I think a guy with under a thousand subscribers should maybe have to go through an automated process. You I mean, know, we're, we're, we are magic carp in a big pond, and all we want to do is become a Gyarados. Simple. Some as of that. you got that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to the next topic. Yeah, that's right. I just wanted to talk about Pokemon. Yeah. Speaking of which, guys, Pokemon Month uh, is going to be this month, so expect a few cool Pokemon videos on Super Kamiguru 9000's page. It's going to be really exciting. So stay tuned for that. Um, there's something I want to talk about that happened last week. They released this amazing video of Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is practically a household name at this point. He's played some amazing characters. (laughs) X going to give it to you. Triple X, you know, uh, Riddick, the Iron Giant, and of course Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. You forgot about uh, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, whatever his name is. I don't know. I always forget his name, but I love a lot of his quotes. Thumper. Is that really his name? No, Thumpa is that. Uh, remember that uh, SNL uh, bit where they did the real life Bambi with the rock? Now I remember. Yeah. Wham! <laughs> Boom! Bambi! Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wham, bringing bam, it back Bambi. in 2016. Um, yeah, I'm not a really big Fast and Furious fan, but Vin Diesel 
Um, I think he's a pretty awesome actor. I think he's really cool. But um, if there's one thing about this video that's proof, it's that all actors come from extreme humble beginnings. And back in 1994, it looks like Vin Diesel was in uh, a talking head for Toy Fair. Now, Toy Fair is like the biggest like toy convention they have every year where they reveal all the brand new products for the kids and for the collectors. Back in the early 90s and 80s and everything, Toy Fair was definitely geared more towards a younger audience because they had a lot of action figures to sell. Nowadays, it is actually more for adults. Because um, kids nowadays, they don't really play with action figures as much anymore. They're mostly playing with like iPads and their phones and shit. That's very and true. And in 1994, they were trying to hawk this action figure line, which was called the Street Sharks. They're Jawsome, all right? They're Jawsome. They're, they're basically these mutant... It's basically Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but with sharks. And Vin Diesel was one of the spokespersons for the Street Shark toys in 1994. And this video just surfaced, which, good God, guys, is so funny. You've got to check it out. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so bad. You're, Street Sharks. Are you watching the, the toy commercial? Yeah, the intro. No, I'm watching okay. the Oh God, Street Shark! I oh there was oh the cartoon. Yeah, the sh the yeah. cartoons. Um, I, I never even saw it on TV. That's the thing that blows my mind. But everybody talked. I never saw it on TV. Um, Young but, Vin Diesel wants to sell you Street Shark toys. So you got Vin Diesel from '94. He's not clean shaven completely. Like he has a little bit of hair on top. He's got this Mister Clean fucking uh, piercing in his ear, and he's wearing. This leather vest. vest. And that's it. There's no t-shirt under it. there. that's it. Like, that's all Vin Diesel right there. And he's hawking these uh, these rubber Street Shark action figures, and he's getting so into it. Well, he has to. He's an actor. He, he needed that money back in the day. <laughs> you know he needed that money if he was in a dark uh, room all day trying to hawk Street Sharks. Oh, uh, dude, I love it because as soon as I go to a website, his uh, new movie, The Last Witch Hunter, pops up. It's like they know how to, like, market that shit. You know, like like an ad for his new movie pops up. Mm. But Vin Diesel, you know, like uh, he's he wasn't always famous. You know, no. he had to start somewhere. This is proof again that you know all these guys have humble beginnings. But my favorite part of the video is at the end when he's after he's done showing off these action figures and their action fe uh, features and stuff, is he gets this shark puppet and just screams like at the top of his lungs, "Head shark!" <laughs> He's like, they do this amazing close-up of him playing with this puppet. And that has already, like, the minute I saw that video, I'm like, that gif is going to be huge. It's, it's going to blow up. People are totally going to make it. It's all over the place. Street sharks. Hand shark. Street Hand shark. shark. <laughs> and I fucking love it. I well, love each, it. Each shark has its own special power. Like, one punches, one bites. And so he was, like, demonstrating yeah. all this, like... He's like, yeah, you know, I was just like, damn, man. I, I know that had to be embarrassing if he's watching it now. Mm -hmm. I know. Maybe he thinks it's the shit. I'd have to think it was embarrassing a little bit back then. No, well, it was early. Like, who else was doing this? This is probably an internal video. Mm -hmm. Hand shark. Like, Mike. Mike. Hand shark. <laughs> Hand shark. Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean, he gets so into it; it's fantastic. You know, I feel but, bad for Vin Diesel, but at the same time, I, don't, I do not feel bad for Vin Diesel. If there's really? one, of, if there's someone I don't feel bad for, it's Vin Diesel. The guy's had one of the uh, a great career. He's played some amazing characters. Um, I think he's a much better voice actor than an actual actor, um, and he's just he's just cool. Are you speaking of Groot? 
Hmm? Yeah. You, I am Groot. Who's Groot? And he was the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant, again, someone who didn't talk much. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, but he has like that real deep, you know. Gr- he's got he's got a gritty voice that, that yeah. works for voice acting. I, I do agree. And uh, Vin Diesel's a good guy, I think. And uh, I hope he's taking it with stride. Oh, I'm sure he's fine with it. Yeah, he's like, uh, oh. I'm pretty sure he's responded to it, at least. I think he got a good laugh out of it. Uh, it's just, it's one of those videos that, like, you know, should have disappeared in the yes. annals of internet history. Like, you know, no one even should have recognized it, but someone found it and they remastered it and they're like, I got to put this up. It's just, it's so amazing. Oh, the comments are great. Someone just wrote, Jawsome. <laughs> Jawsome. Oh, my God. Uh, just one of the many Ninja Turtle. I like Street Sharks. I don't even remember if I liked, like, the show but i did have a few action figures because i i thought it was cool looking you know everyone wanted a shark and then you give it shark muscles you know i mean why not you know (laughs) that just sounds like a badass tattoo i know oh my gosh just a great work with like just a huge fucking like carl weathers arms yeah yeah Yeah. just just ripped and it's got like (laughs) big jaws and it can eat you too anyway so yeah then there's also oh i'm finding this other one there's vin diesel break dancing in the I didn't 80s. Even know that. This is opening up this whole powder keg of Vin Diesel's early works. Yeah, see, there's which... Vin Diesel. Oh, God. That has to be really early 90s, man. No, it's 80s. That's the 80s? Yeah, I think oh, that's him shit. there. <laughs> God, he has so much hair. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, I always, uh, I don't know, is Vin Diesel, do you think he's naturally bald or he just cuts it all off? I think that he just. Pick the look and just and going for it. Went with it. Yeah, yeah, I think he. It's just easier too. Mm-hmm. Just shave your head. Oh, I mean, it's the greatest thing in the world when you have no hair and you wake up in the morning and you ain't got to do shit. <laughs> it's it's so great. Wow, this is almost better than the Street Sharks video. Because like, <laughs> excuse me for saying this, but like Vin Diesel has a little bit of a Jufro going on. Yes. <laughs> like he's curly as shit. <laughs> And he's worming underneath this guy. Yeah, there we go. Wow. He's got decent moves. Okay, so Vin Diesel's career is weird, considering the shit that he has done. There we go. Vin Diesel, rocking it. Rocking it. Stellan Street Sharks. What was his character's name in fucking fast and furious That's i know I, I feel bad for not knowing but then again like like i said i'm not a big fast and furious fan i saw the first one and then i think i saw a couple of the sequels but like i know we saw one in theaters i think it's the very first one um no it was the one where they drive through these underground caverns oh uh, i think that was like the third one third i, I don't know like I said, it's so hard to keep up with this shit there was a tokyo dominic dominic or dom yeah yeah Cause he's he's the dom i get it he's number one anyway so uh vin diesel selling street sharks rocking it out mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll see a revival maybe if they ever do a live action michael bay street sharks he can voice one of them vin diesel can be the voice of one of them that would be cool. the one who's doing the uh the the the, the punches at the end the one that got away the that's, that's, what it's like. that's the rule i was born it's only to play. a matter of time just wait for it street sharks coming soon yeah i think that that makes sense yeah okay. they could do a crossover with uh, the tmnt and make it all finally come full circle oh my It'd gosh be amazing okay next topic what else we got uh, uh didn't you mention that they cloned a dog yes yes they did like okay YouTube style so <laughs> YouTube. we dreamed of creating the world's strongest puppy yeah and we succeeded so what happened was this couple uh that i guess is affluent and has some money 
mm -hmm. uh, had a boxer that they really, really loved. And unfortunately, the boxer died. And they how old was the boxer? I do not know. Uh, I do not have the story. Because if it feels like a full full grown like boxer reached old age, I'd be like, you fuckers, just let it go and get a new puppy. Couple clones, boxer dog. Let me see if I can find the story. But yeah, so anyway, pretty much what happens is this couple uh, had their boxer, and it uh it just didn't live. You know, it died of old age. That's mm. what happens, and they kept some of its DNA. Not them, but they had the veterinarian, yeah, I guess, take a tissue sample or a blood sample of some sort. Mm -hmm. And then they ended up finding this, uh, I guess, genetic company that can clone dogs. And they, <laughs> they just, Did they check the yellow pages? What I don't know where they like, find this. How do you find a genetics company that clones dogs? I think like, it was really, the first just, one ever. Just that, Google that shit. Yeah, just Google it. <laughs> you know, and so um, they contacted them and they said, yeah, look, um, we can do it for eighty thousand dollars so they had they had two puppies made uh and what they did is they just i guess they they like you know squirt the cloned juices into the eggs <laughs> Whoa. And, you know and uh, oh i was wrong they paid a hundred thousand for these cloned dogs oh, okay well at least it was affordable yeah so well you got you know fifty thousand a dog Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy because they the dogs came out and they had the all the exact same markings as the other as the original dog. Mm -hmm. and I would I would I mean cloning. Yeah, it's literally the exact same dog. So they got two of the exact same dog made, and they just said they enjoyed the temperament of the dog, and they knew if they got another boxer, it might be more hyper, it might be uh, it might be prone to bite or something. You know, like they just didn't know. They're like it's a guessing game when you buy a dog. You really don't know what the dog's going to be like until it hits like four or five months. I mean, know? did they really expect that this clone dog was going to be the same dog? Yeah. It's supposed to be the exact dog okay. temperament looks, you know, height, weight, you know, it's supposed to be the exact same dog. Mm -hmm. So this couple legitimately got the dog cloned. So, or got the exact same dog. They caught, they hit copy paste twice mm -hmm. and they got one. And they paid 100 k for these dogs. And uh, you know what this means, though? Mm. This means everyone's going to be able to afford this soon. You know, like within 10 years, this is going to be a real option. Your dog dies, $5,000 gets you the exact same dog again. Mm. That's coming. You got to let, let that shit go. No, nah, dude, that's coming. No, your I grandma mean, dies, clone her. Get a new grandma. That's, no. It's just... <laughs> Well, you said your grandma. We'll just go down to the store and get a new grandma. No, that's no. When you, when your pet dies, they're dead. They're gone. They're 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 not they're not there anymore. You need to let that go. These people could have just went up to the fucking humane society and got a dog and saved them. Instead, they spent egregious amounts of money. Yes. To fucking clone test tube puppies. Like, but they got them and it worked. Uh, the actual success of it is interesting. Yeah. So don't don't you think that you know it's like it's possible? Yeah, I mean it's 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 still creepy that they were able to do this. Now they had to go to South Korea because that's the only company that I guess is legal to do it in. You know, hundred k. These people really love their dog. Yeah, they really wanted to do this. It's just like who I the said, fuck has that much money? Actually, a lot of people are rich. I guess. But I mean, but... if you're not getting the same exact dog with the same exact personality and everything, like. Why not just get another dog? I, I just I don't really see the point of it. I mean, it's scientifically speaking, it's amazing that we've actually like reached that point where something like this is actually possible. Um, you know, I, I still think you know cloning is still very controversial though. Like, oh yeah, 
I mean, just I guess the, the concept of, of cloning. I mean, like cloning a human or you know something. Look, like that. if they can do it with a dog, I'm just telling you, they've already done it with people. They're just not telling us. Mm. The clones could be among us. Nah. Well, first of all, they're not evil people. They're just clone people. Nah, you know? they're evil. They all, two... they all have like the uh, the goatee they're, or the mustache. <laughs> the goatee. There's the, a goatee the, the, version the of you. Versions of people. <laughs> they're among us. There, there's there's a person like you out there. Although you have a goatee now, yeah. So that might be clean shaven Christian. Yeah, I might be the evil clone. Yeah. Oh my god. Maybe he's like blonde or something. Yeah. There we go. I don't know. He has a cool scar across his face. Yeah, like right across the eye. Yeah, and that's the evil version of me. (laughs) You. And then we battle. Knife fight. Yeah. That would be the coolest thing. (laughs) It's the way it's got to go down in a parking lot. I mean, if I had a scar, I'd want it to be across my eye. Yeah. You know, I'd want it to look all I want to keep the eye. Let me be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The eye's still there. Yeah, I want that eye. And I'd be angry for, oh, fuck, I just, oh, but this scar, man. Woo, that's cool. This is going to get me laid. Yeah. I can come up with all sorts of bullshit <laughs> stories as how I got this, as opposed to ramming my head right into the fridge. Yeah, I was uh, saving orphans on burning building, <laughs> and as the building Going collapsed, the, uh, the Ash Williams are out with it. Yeah, as the building collapsed, a beam cut my face. You know, <laughs> but I still crawled out with four orphans on in each arm. Now every day when I look in the mirror, I'm reminded of the kids that I saved. Yeah, and you know, panties are already dropping. Yeah, before you even finish that story. Boom. What what was the uh, Ash from Evil Deadline you remember in the first episode where he's like, only need five minutes, you know, when he's at the bar? Yeah, <laughs> it was when he was trying to pick up on the woman. Yeah, but what did he tell her? I forgot that pickup line. It was some sort of bullshit story, I think, about saving some kids. Yeah, he's like, how'd you lose your hand? <laughs> saving some kids. <laughs> you know, exactly. I love it. He walked into a bar. It's like, we close in ten minutes. <laughs> That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> Goes up to the one woman sitting at the bar. God dang it. That show's awesome. I cannot wait for the next season, man. Oh, I found out their original boxer was only eight years old, so I guess it died early. And, wow. You know, okay. So, I mean, well, I, it's cool now. I totally get why they spent a hundred k. Yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> uh, they could have. They could have gone, like I said, the Humane Society or any sort of dog breeder, got themselves a new dog, and then they could have taken that money and donated it to something else. I don't know. Just, I agree. But then again, I don't know. Some people are just stupid rich, and you know, when that's they not as the, much money to them. Oompa Loompa, now they get it. You know. But, Daddy, I want my Oompa Loompa now. Clone, please. Clone, please. Give me just a clone. Just We'll just prick him real quick, and I'll get my own clone to Oompa Loompa. <laughs> that shit's coming, man. 100K is not that much money. and it, mm. it is a lot of money, but it's not that much money in the scheme of things. If you're, like, a billionaire or even a multimillionaire, it's not that much money. Uh, okay, what else we got? Uh, I have the Rainbow Bagels. You really? <laughs> what, what about rainbow bagels? I don't know. I saw this cool article on Gizmodo where they uh, have this uh, bagel company in New York that layers all these different colored, um, what do you call it? The stuff they make bagels out of? Dough? Bread. Dough. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> all these different colored doughs. And then they just twist them and they make these rainbow bagels. But they taste just like normal bagels. I thought that was cool. And the guy, they, they made a video about it. And the guy's like, it's a labor of love and art. And I'm like, okay, dude, you're fucking making bagels that look cool. Let's not get too into our, too into ourselves here, you know. <laughs> How did we go from cloning dogs to rainbow bagels? To rainbow bagels. I thought they were cool, yeah. you know. And uh, I guess you know it's more like a food is art, art is food kind of the concept, you know, where people get really into their food yeah. and farm to table. Uh, I didn't say that phrase. You did. <laughs> farm to fresh t- local ingredients. 
Rainbow that are only bagels. grown within five miles of this restaurant. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that's big. Yeah, that's a big thing. It's you hate farm to table for some reason. Uh, I just think it's pretentious as shit. It is, but but it's I think good. most fancy dining is pretentious as shit. You know. Yeah, because it gets to a certain point where you need to fancy it up more. Mm-hmm. How how many different ways can you make a steak? Oh, well, this is a local grass-fed steak. Oh, that's why it costs an extra thirty dollars. Well, I could have just got it. Uh, could just paid thirty dollars for the steak at Outback, and now I'm paying sixty-five here. You know, so no rules, just right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. So uh, rainbow bagels. Rainbow bagels. Check them out at your local rainbow bakery. Um, <laughs> so last year there was this really cool fighting game that came out, and uh, I only had a little bit of an opportunity to play it at the uh, last convention that we were at with DragonCon. It's called uh, J Victory Stars Versus, which is like this big fighting game between anime characters. It's really, really super popular. Characters like Naruto and Bleach and Dragon Ball, uh, even Assassination Classroom. You have a match with Goku fighting against Koro Sensei. It's ridiculous. Um, and then recently, Koro a lot Sensei. of people were like, why isn't Fairy Tale in there? Why isn't there a Fairy Tale fighting game? Well, apparently, right now, there is this little poll that's going on uh, between uh, Tecmo Koei. And between the people who made that game, Bandai Namco, and they're asking for the fans to vote on a couple of franchises which okay. could be mashed together. And some of the ones that they suggested was uh, Naruto, One Piece, Fairy Tail, Hunter, Hunter, that's right, One Punch Man, Sword Art Online, and even more. And it got me thinking. Did like, they say One Piece? They did, they did say One Piece, of course. Uh, they failed to say Dragon Ball. Yes. Which blows my mind, but I mean, you know, that's the way it's got to go. Well, it's probably expensive. <laughs> it's got to be expensive now, especially Dragon Ball Super and all the merchandise that they're getting ready to hawk. But the thing is, they're letting the fans choose, like, what they want to see from this next game. And the fact that they included, like, One Punch Man, and then they gave you the option of Other, just really opens up the floodgates here. And, you know, just thinking of the... And the fact that they're focusing on Fairy Tale so much just gives me, like, who... Would fight against Fairy Tale like if there was uh, One Punch Man characters? Yeah, like we all know. I think how mostly that would go down if Saitama fought against the characters of Fairy Tale. Now I'm not the biggest Fairy Tale fan in the world, but I do know that you casually follow the manga. Yes, I mean I read the manga mostly for the fights, mm-hmm. just to be 100 percent honest. Yeah, but uh, it's it's just uh, well, you know you read it, it for Lucy. Nah, I don't read it for the fucking fan service. <laughs> and uh, the uh, the the truth is that it's a good fight manga if you just want to watch the fights mm-hmm. you know the bad guys beat up the good guys and the good guys scream louder and then they win all the time <laughs> but uh you know it's good stuff mm-hmm. and the uh they always switch up who ends up defeating the bad guys because there's mm-hmm. like a few main characters you know so like usually the main character that won last time will end up losing this time and then you know a new person will come in out of the main few and cycle through and win so it's a it's, it's a fun show to watch and follow mm-hmm. for the fights at least but uh, that's why it should be in a fighting game because yeah. they're all they have very cool powers and whatnot, mm-hmm. and it would make sense. But uh, it's sort of interesting that um, that uh, they haven't even been in a fighting game. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely interested to see them come into to this game. But I, like I said, because uh, of J Star and everything that they set the bar with, like Dragon Ball Z and Assassination Classroom, like mm-hmm. uh, I like the Smash Brothers style fighting game. You know, so it's sort of a shame that they don't have Dragon Ball Z in there and stuff. I wish they did, because there was years ago, there was this game they released on GameCube, which everybody's forgot about at this point. And uh, the only times I ever played it was when we went to anime conventions, in Mm -hmm. particular uh, uh, Anime Week in Atlanta. It was called Battle Stadium Dawn. It was a crossover between Dragon Ball, One Piece and Naruto. 
just those three franchises because at the time uh one piece and naruto were like super popular they were like the next like level of dragon ball and they're like hey let's just put all these things together and that game actually played remarkably like a super smash brothers styled game and i would love to see a return to that with this brand new series that they're getting ready to start which could be just simply two franchises or it could be multiple franchises and the fact that fairy tale is getting involved uh, allows them to choose and pick from like a lot of other franchises that aren't like necessarily connected. Like I would love to see characters from like Full Metal Alchemist show up. I think that would be really awesome. Like you know Al and freaking uh, Ed, freaking Roy Mustang using his fire. You get the I mom from. Really uh, cool. You can get the mom from Erased. She can. <laughs> the mom from Erased. That is such a fucking dart joke. <laughs> <laughs> the one that beats uh, the girl yeah. Kayo. Yeah. That's like all of her attacks just being dark as shit and just like slapping fucking people and drowning them in a fucking tub of ice water to the get rid of the bruises abuse before mom. school on Monday. Yeah, the domestic abuse mom. Wow. <laughs> now that you said that, I want to see Kayo Hinazuki's mom in this game so bad. Hopefully oh someone God. gets that. Yeah. That is so fucked up. <laughs> <sighs> Check out a race. That's a good show. <laughs> sort um, of. <laughs> that would be crazy. Uh, are there any other anime series that you'd like to see involved in this? I mean, obviously, One Punch Man right now is huge. It's yeah, so like, huge, in fact, that it's it's spoiled us a lot. Like, I remember you saying that the other day when we were talking about the most recent One Piece episode. Yeah. I was like, Luffy dude, that were... Leo Bazooka was so cool, man. You're like, yeah, it was all right. But, you all know, four minutes of that fighting. Yeah. <laughs> it was know? like, after One Punch Man... You know, just everything else just seems kind of like garbage. Yeah, that seems like, wait, I waited a year and a half for that. Mm. You know, I got a little pissed, you know, for technically four attacks. Yeah. So it's like, what? Mm. I got a little I did dis- enjoy the episode a lot. It was a good episode. Yeah. It's just like, you guys need to get your shit together. I need some, I need some, I need an episode of raw fighting, mm-hmm. you know? I need to see them battle each other and not just give each other like, <gasps> and then get punched. Mm-hmm. You know, like I need more than that. So... Anyway, do you I just, think that uh, Luffy could withstand a Saitama punch? Uh, no, no. The only no ones, question. the only ones that can do it is it would have to be Dragon Ball characters, uh, and they'd have to be very high tier. And then who else could? Gurren Lagann. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can you imagine just scenario? Okay, okay? like in space. I mean, Saitama's Saitama. punches have been rated like a full blown punch is like half of the Big Bang. Yeah. So that's ridiculous. Like we saw when he kind of tried against Boros and like it when left he, an uh, entire like shockwave across the planet. Yeah. And that was one serious punch. Now imagine Saitama in space fighting against the most powerful form of Gurren Lagann, like the super Tengen Tapa Gurren Lagann. The problem- he punches, they drill at the same time. What happens? What happens? Who's going to win? I don't know. It's 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 so know. hard to do versus battles with Saitama because even in he's the like manga, the Superman of uh, of anime because he doesn't get even hurt more so because he only it, he just always shows up and tries hard enough just hard enough mm-hmm. to be stronger than the bad guy he's facing. Yeah, he doesn't demoralize them mm-hmm. necessarily. He's just like, oh, you're that strong. Okay, well if you're taking it to ten, I'll just go to eleven. Because <laughs> oh, if you're going to twenty, I'll just go twenty one. You know, like that's kind of the way he works. So um, it's just sort of a, a shame that uh, that we don't even know the depth to his power. Mm-hmm. Like he's never even really been hurt. Has he? Not to my knowledge. So it's sort of. I've, I've almost caught up with the manga too. 
Yeah. Um, I've been sort of really taking my time with it. I assume you're caught up completely. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm current. Okay. Um, I have a little bit more to go, but not much. Um, are you yeah, talking about the real manga? Or are you talking about the... Uh... I haven't looked at these spinoff i've looked at just the the, the manga version well it's not a spinoff it's the real it's the original oh, it's, yeah the, the one it was based on that yeah. one's isn't it more comedy based no it's the exact same thing oh, it's okay. just it's just the art style sucks oh okay just intentionally yeah so. okay. yeah it's just very sketched out quickly okay. so the guy could just get the concept down and then uh, another manga artist comes in and does the true manga with mm-hmm. it and we that's where you get the uh character designs we know in the anime mm-hmm. so yeah it's just very rough sketch yeah. but there's the there's a trail. there's supposed to be a new one punch man ova coming out this month really at the very end it's supposed to be about sonic um supposedly okay. it takes place after he meets saitama for the first time and loses uh-huh. so it's gonna be like him brooding like trying to figure out like why am i not as powerful as i thought i was yeah um but unlike the first two ovas which i actually still haven't seen the second one yet yeah i feel really bad because i know that you guys asked me to review that i just haven't had the damn time um, I definitely want to look at the next one because if it involves Sonic, there's the potential for seeing some uh, really interesting action. Just to see him maybe interact with another uh, a villain or some sort of uh, other hero or adversary I think would be really cool. Because uh, Sonic was one of my favorite characters from the show. You know, I'm always a sucker for like a cool kick-ass ninja-like character. Mm-hmm. And he totally fits the bill on all of that. So I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. Um, hopefully dial back the comedy just a tad, give us some really cool action. But then again, these are OVAs, and not every OVA has a massive budget. These are OVAs that are bundled with manga releases. It's like a single episode of something. Um, so there is the potential for something there. I'd like to see that, though. It scratches the itch while we wait till mm-hmm. whenever the next season comes out. Yeah. 2017? Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. <laughs> Actually, no, they haven't announced anything. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. It's okay, 2017. Well, well yeah. <laughs> Gonna have to wait a year and a half. Let's <laughs> see what happens. Fucking yeah, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Put him in the fucking fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> wait, um, But yeah, th- that's another reason I'd like to finally see, uh, you know, now that I'm a One Punch Man fan, I would love to see those characters in a fighting game. Um, just a lot of what-if battles. I'd love to see Sonic fight against Sasuke. Just... Two hardcore dark ninja going at it, I think, would be really awesome. Um, obviously, Saitama versus Goku would be really exciting. Saitama versus, for some odd reason to me, a more exciting match is Saitama versus Koro Sensei. Um, just because of how incredibly fast Koro Sensei is. But even when compared to Saitama, Koro Sensei's been hurt before. Yes. You know, we've seen damage done to him by students. Yes. So that's the only reason why I would even give Saitama any sort of like uh, leg up in that battle. Uh, but the other characters, like, don't you want to see, like, Moomin Rider fight against Yamcha? Would that, that would not be, be? That'd be pretty awesome. That would be great. Or, like, Metal Bat versus Zoro. Mm-hmm. That could be kind of cool. Metal Bat versus Zoro. Even though Zoro's probably super more powerful than him. But Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm trying to think of, like, what would be the perfect matchups. Like, Metal Bat, he's kind of like that stereotypical... Like Japanese gangster, yeah. Like you know, he's always got that like kind of look on yeah. his face. What's and he's the, got the, the what, pompadour? What was that uh, show that uh, you you just reviewed with the gangsters? Uh, gangsta, gangsta. You yeah, know, him versus one of those characters. Yeah, they could bring in those guys. Which, um, you know, in retrospect, the anime version sucked. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Um, the reason I liked it was because it introduced me to the world of gangster. That was the reason that I mostly enjoyed it. The uh, the manga version's infinitely better, and uh, even still, it, it has some issues. But I would love to see those type of characters jump in. I'd love to see Zoro versus uh, Nicholas from that show. That would be fucking awesome. Like, there's so many possibilities because, you know, the fairy tale thing sort of opened up the floodgate, and then they just they put that other option there. Which, by the way, 
if you guys want to vote for what series you want to see, I will put a link to this article, which will also direct you uh, to this poll so that you can vote for it as well. And they also have a Facebook page, which is uh, which you can also visit. That's all going to be linked together in this article. Make sure to check that out and vote for it. And we want to hear your thoughts, too. Like, what anime crossover fighting do you want to see in fighting format? We don't even know how it's going to be released. Is it going to be on ps4 is it going to be xbox one is, is it, it be, even going to come to the united states is it even going to come to you uh-huh. <laughs> but the fact that they're they have an open facebook about it on an english page that on is their true. english page leads me to believe that we're probably going to get it because well, we are starting to get more games like that we're not in 2005 anymore we're mm-hmm. in 2016 yeah. which is a different thing and anime is way more accepted mm-hmm. you don't know how many times i call, talk to people and they're just like even though it's the kind of the standard dragon ball z stuff you know, they, they know what's going on yeah. or how many people have we run into that heard about one punch man a lot. Like they may not have watched it, but they had heard about it, mm-hmm. you know? And so that, that leads me to think that this stuff is more popular and penetrates through the culture a lot deeper than it used to. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think the fighting game could be a lot of fun if it comes here. And Depending I like on the, the format, smash brother type format much oh, more. Than I, I like that. that much more than like a street fighter type format, mm-hmm. you know? Cause uh, I just think you have more fun that way and it's more, it's more uh, accessible accessible to the yeah. audiences that because when you make a Street Fighter type game, there's so many high level tactics to that kind of mm-hmm. a game that it kind of gets a little it's it's impossible for a person to button mash and have fun. Yeah, that that was always the biggest problem. Like when uh, Street Fighter uh, Four came out, like yeah. originally, uh, like we played that religiously, but it eventually got to like a point. Where, like, if you didn't own the game and you went over to someone else's house to play it, you're going to get rocked. Like, it was fun for, like, the first month because we could all button smash and have fun. And and it it was unsure who would win. Uh, But then after... And then I found Zangief. Yeah, once you got really good... It got... It it was like, I'm not fucking playing you, Corey. I'm sorry, bro. It's not fun. You know, I'm just going to lose. So, yeah, that's the difference. But Smash Bros... You can always, there's usually the best player wins, but sometimes, you know, there's upsets pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different. That's what I still love about Smash Brothers. You know, my, my good friend Ben, we play Smash Brothers almost every Friday. Really? He doesn't own the game at all, but he will still consistently, like, destroy me sometimes. Uh, he's really good with Cloud. Oh, really? Like, really good with Cloud. Like, it annoys the shit out of me how good he is with Cloud. Like,. Like, I'll lose a couple times. i like, all right, I'm going to Bowser Jr. and I'm kicking your ass. <laughs> like, I have to pull out, like, my best characters sometimes to beat him. Um, the only characters I was able to defeat Cloud with, like, I did Bowser Jr. and uh, Samus. Uh, basically keep away type characters because Cloud is dangerous, man. He gets up in your face, but he can also really? attack you from far away. Yeah, he's got and some he has good projectile. so much reach. Yeah. He's got this, like, bubble of, like just pure defense and attack that's constantly around him that if you're near him, you got to be careful. Speaking of which, um, which God, now I'm really excited. Now I'm talking about this. Uh, the two last smash brothers characters are out today. Corrin and Bayonetta Corrin being a fire emblem character, which is a dude with a sword who transforms into a dragon and Bayonetta, who is a sexy sex symbol, which I still cannot believe is in a Nintendo game. I, I don't believe that that's who actually won the poll. And I think they're bullshitting us. Probably. Should have been fucking King K. Roll or Ridley or some of that shit, but maybe still riding that Ridley dick, Corey. I am. I'm gonna ride that big purple dragon dick until the end of time. Until, until... I see Ridley in a Smash Brothers game in a playable form. I want that so bad. I want more Metroid representation. We'll see. It'll never happen, but uh, we'll see. It sucks being a Metroid fan, man. We're so, we're dwindling so much. Because they like, don't put out good content. We're like the Mohicans. Like there's, we're almost all gone. The Cherokees. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just naming Indians. Uh, yeah, just the Sioux. The Sioux? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'm, you know, uh, that's never going to happen, but good luck yeah. with that, Corey. Yeah. Yeah. When, when the next Smash Brothers comes out in eight years. Although, who knows, with all these rumors of this brand-new Nintendo system coming out, there's a rumor that there's going to be, like, a re-re-re-release of Smash Brothers for Wii U with all the content included, and it's going to be, like, a, you know, uh, launch title for the brand-new NX system, which yeah, I'd be cool. nobody knows anything about. Imagine if they re-released all the Smash Bros, uh, like, 64 mm-hmm. and all of them on uh with updated graphics same same play systems just update the graphics and make what i would do like for the the perfect package for a smash brothers game like if they just re-release everything yeah take the wii u game as a model okay include every character that's ever been in smash brothers just go ahead and throw them on even fucking peach you i don't even give a shit just toss them in (laughs) yeah peach you nobody remember peach you nobody remembers peach you that was just an excuse to uh you know hey gold and silver came out this year um then they need to take all of the stages from that game include them in take all the stages from the 3ds game include them in go to brawl all the stages that weren't in there include them in go to melee all the stages that weren't there put them in the fucking game and like you said for the n64 take all the stages remaster them put everything in that fucking game it will sell like you would not believe do another re-releases of Amiibos because those things are selling still like hotcakes. It blows my mind. And I'm so glad I didn't get as addicted to Amiibo as I thought I would. I got what I wanted and I'm done. You get out of there. Yeah. I, I, I have all the Amiibo that I want. Don't buy any more of that exactly. stupid plastic shit. I know? like them though. I, the ones look, that I have. They look good. Yeah. And they unlocked like a couple things in some of the games that I own like in Mario Kart and stuff, which I actually do really love. Um, but yeah, like I have no more desire... Uh, for amiibos, unless they just they blow my mind with something that I've never seen before, like I don't know Mewtwo wearing armor or something like that would kick oh, ass. Oh, Mewtwo wearing armor! That's I another thing I've always wanted to see in Smash Brothers is like alternate costume Mewtwo with the armor. That'd be so badass. I'm getting all pumped up for Pokemon Month. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, I got my Mew the other day at GameStop. Yeah, you did. Which... You were like, dude, I need to go here on my lunch break, and I was like, <laughs> for what? Oh, well, they're releasing Mew. I was like, oh, whatever, just go get your fucking Pokemon. <laughs> Get your pocket monsters. It's the first, like, super legit Mew that I've ever owned. It is one of the rarest Pokemon in existence. Not any, not after GameStop gives it out. God, don't say that. Don't diminish my love of Mew. <laughs> the fact that they gave them away so frivolously was amazing. I loved it. Um, yep. You know, I got a couple codes, one for me and one for a friend. And uh, go to if you're a Pokemon fan and you have X and Y or uh, O-Roz, that's uh, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, Go to your local GameStop store. If they still have these little codes, you can get a Mew for free. And Mew is rare as fuck. Uh, and they're going to be doing that all year because this is the 20th anniversary of Pokemon. Wait, they're going to hand out Mews all year? Not. Oh, even better than that. Uh, every single month of the year is going to be dedicated to a brand new legendary Pokemon. Uh, so this month it's Mew. Uh-huh. Next month it's going to be Celebi. And then it's going to be so on and so on and so on. Why don't, and a you lot go, of... why don't you keep going back and get more Mews every day so you can like sell them on like eBay after this month? Or, like, wait you know, six I months. I honestly thought about that. I honestly yeah. thought about going to the one by my house because I went to the one that was right up here on my lunch break and then yeah. I tried to grab a couple more. I just don't really have a reason to do it. And I don't want to go through all that eBay bullshit. But, uh, it's... I will. I'm going to go there because I don't <laughs> care about them. <laughs> but they are le- like, you have to scratch off to like see the code too. So they, they are legit and everything. Yeah. Um, but every month this year they're going to be doing that. They're uh, releasing the original. Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow on the Virtual Console this month as well for the 3DS, which I'm very tempted to download one of those. And plus, it's like seven bucks. Um, and then uh, they're re-releasing some of the movies 
And then, of course, there's a brand new Pokemon fighting game coming out next month, which I am definitely picking up called Pokken Tournament. Pokken. Yes, which is uh, from the creators of Tekken. Get it? Okay. Tekken, Pokken. Yeah. Yeah, I got That's it. That's kind of what they're going for. Uh, and it's going to be like a tournament fighter with uh, Pokemon characters. And uh, it just it looks so much fun. My favorite Pokemon of all time is in the game, Gengar. So, like, I have to get that game. It's going to be so much fun to play as. Online play. You get to play with your friends. It's going to be really, really great. So there's a lot of big announcements coming in with Pokemon this year. There's going to be a Super Bowl commercial, which is coming up this Sunday. Panthers or Broncos? Who you going for, Christian? I'm excited about the commercials. <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, I want the Panthers to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a few friends that do too. Yeah, um, mostly just because underdog status, and you know they've they've barely. I think this is the second time they've been to the Super Bowl. I'm probably wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that's what's up. Um, this is gonna be a big game for Peyton Manning. But again, most people like you, most average people, they're they're looking forward to the ads and the commercials. I'm just not into sports. I don't have time to care. There's just too many things going on in life, and to care about sports is just not happening. I mean, I casually follow NFL and college ball. Um, I follow a little bit of NASCAR. I'm not afraid to admit that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Freaking uh, Daytona 500 is coming up as well. Um, but I'm excited for the Super Bowl this year. I actually think it's a game I want to see, and uh, I am excited re- for the ads. Start reviewing races. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do that, <laughs> <laughs> or just doing like commentary. I'm not very good at sports commentary. Oh um, wow, you guys! So today the cars went around left a long time, and then this guy won. That's like every. That's like everyone's critique of NASCAR is just watching cars going in circles for hours. Yeah, let's this, get fucking hammered. It's an excuse to get hammered. <laughs> this guy passed this guy, and then this guy passed that guy, and then that guy won. <laughs> Woo! See you I, next week. Don't get me wrong. I used to think that too. Um, I, I didn't like the sport either, but it grew on me. I mean, it's a fun thing if you're into you know race cars. It's definitely seems like a cool thing. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not into racing either. I don't have time for sports and shit. You mm-hmm. know, like I just I don't. It's hard to keep up with that shit. I only have so much room in my brain. I, I'm surprised I know this much about anime and video editing <laughs> and stuff. Like that's all I got room for. You know, I mean, I'm just lucky that, you know, I grew up with my, my brother. Uh, he's just sports obsessed. Uh-huh. Like, we're we're both nerds in our very own special way, like, to our extremes. Like, he is the extreme sports nerd. Like, if there's a sport of it, he loves it, and he uh-huh. follows fucking everything. Like, you're talking stats, data, like, everything. Constantly. Back before we had all these fancy, uh, you know, LCD and HD TVs and everything, he would have, like, a big screen TV with uh, one TV on the left on top of that and one on the right. Three going at once. Yeah. Just so he could follow everything. He has to know everything. He's one of those guys, like, when he gets home from work, he misses Sports Center. He's pissed. Yeah. Like, super mega pissed. He can't handle it. Um, and then you got me, who's just the exact opposite. You know, I'm into all this nerdy shit. So, when we were growing up together, we kind of had, like, the best of both worlds. We, yeah. We taught each other about, like, <laughs> everything. Yes. So, and he's still like that. He's still completely obsessed with that type of stuff. Um, I just found a pretty funny video. It's uh, Poe Dameron, Kylo Ren, and Justin Timberlake all singing a song together. Really? Yeah. Sorry. I'm not sure if it's good or not, but let me do Let me. I have no idea. What the fuck is this? I don't know. I found it on the internet just now, so I thought I'd share it with the podcast before we go. It is strange that you have this Poe po Dameron <laughs> and Kylo Ren. When you said that, I actually like tried to imagine yeah. them in costume, but that's not what I expected. Adam Driver with a fucking cowboy. Oh, my God. 
All right, that's enough. Okay. I don't want to get slapped by a copyright notice. Nah, the, our, our mics don't pick up that sound very well. I hope not. I hope not, too. Too bad, world. Maybe the Fine Brothers will come after us. I yeah. don't know. We just reacted to that video. We owe them money. Oh, we're fucked. Fuck. Ugh. Uh, okay, you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, we really do appreciate uh, all the views and the comments and everything. It, we really do appreciate the feedback because it's made us uh, better podcasters. Uh, this is like our one year anniversary. We're a few days late, but in like, a way, yeah. yeah I was, was kind of hoping doing... we could do it on the exact same day, same day, but that was on a weekend. Yeah, and I ain't doing this on the weekend, but bitch. uh, <laughs> bitch. But we have been doing this now for about a year now. We're coming up on the fiftieth episode, um, which I'm sure is going to be a uh, celebrity filled extravaganza. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> so uh, also, do you want to uh, take us out with the uh, Rogue Intel? Okay, uh, yeah. uh, do it like a freaking airplane pilot. Uh, before we wrap up today, guys, I uh, just want to thank you again for watching, and I would like to take a moment to thank our network, Rogue Intel. They're the guys who actually make this show possible, uh, and they're also the ones who help us out with getting our show up on iTunes and making it downloadable. Uh, Rogue Intel, they give us the ability to speak our minds. They allow us to say what we want, do what we want, and that is what's really awesome. Basically, they let us be ourselves. So make sure to check out their other shows at RogueIntel.com. And if you want to help keep the network going, head over to RogueIntel.com slash Amazon for all of your shopping needs. It's not going to cost you anything extra. And uh, all of your uh, the portions of proceeds will go directly to the other shows so you can keep this train rolling. Woo! Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, the Powerful Nerdcast is out!